Welcome to the beautiful game, beautiful dollar. I'm Bozza, and with me, Mogga. How are as, you, Mogga? As always, very pleased to be here. Very pleased. Especially pleased today. Especially pleased. Now, why are you especially pleased today? For the both of us, Good after fun. our tremendous victory. Can I call it that? Tremendous victory? Uh, well, yeah, we both yeah. we both won. Yeah. The first five, time. Our $5 more. After nine weeks, we finally <laughs> both won at the same time. Can't yeah. believe it took us that. Yeah, and I think, you know, it was easier than expected. Oh, I think mine scraped through a little bit, but um, yeah. No. So, but Bayern winning 1-0. Yeah. I don't think it was still in doubt that they were going to win. No, you're right. Um, it's not like they did it in the 94th minute or anything, but, mm. you know, it's uh, it was close. Mm. Mm. But uh, I'm very, I'm satisfied. I was satisfied with my bet, and I'm even more satisfied now that it's come good. Yeah, and uh, I remember you posted as soon as you won your multi. <laughs> and I still had one more leg to go, and that was some nerve-wracking few hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, who would have thought that the game was going to end the way it did? Uh, Norwich, Newcastle, Norwich away to Newcastle. Definitely, definitely not me. I remember sitting here last weekend saying that I, I would be happy to back against Newcastle. Eight goals oh. with a 6-2 win to Newcastle. Which beautiful goals, too. No one would have picked. Yeah. The first, the first win of the season. So I guess it's it's not bad. It's not bad conceding six nil the week before if you're gonna score five <laughs> the following week. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Well, uh, yeah. I guess uh, well done mm-hmm. to, to, to the, both of us. To the both of us. Yeah. Um, I still think uh, Norwich was a genius move just to score. Like that was always gonna happen. Mm. Didn't matter how well mm. Nor- Newcastle did. Yeah. You and came really good. Like uh, that's that's what I try to focus on. You know, you just. I was under I was under pressure last week. <laughs> <laughs> under the pump. I was under the pump, but now I'm liberated and <laughs> onwards to bigger things. Did you say maybe that's, you're a free man now? I am. <laughs> I am. That's that's a clue. Well, this week, this week, it's. Uh, I think there's more in this week. This week, there's some better games. Uh better games, better matchups. Mm. A lot of derbies. Mm. I think at least three derbies mm. this week. So what do we got this week? We've got Aston Villa at home to Swansea. Leicester at home to Crystal Palace, Norwich at home to West Brom, Stoke City at home to Watford, West Ham at home to Chelsea. That'll be interesting. See if West Ham West Ham can break that little curse they've got going on. Arsenal at home to Everton after their big Champions League win over Bayern Munich midweek. Uh, Sunderland in the derby against Newcastle, Bournemouth against Tottenham, and the Manchester derby at United. And to round it all out, Liverpool at home for the first time under Klopp against Southampton. So, we're going to look at Swansea? Uh, Swansea, no. no. No, I'm not going to. So, no, we'll no, skip, no, skip so. straight away. Yeah, They've, uh, Swansea have been a bit weird. Swansea. It's, it's a good move. <laughs> five, five, five games winless now. Yeah. 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 But, you know, you, you never know what's going to come out of that. So, I'd, I'd say we'll move on. I, I think it's, it's, it's fair to say Swansea have been our bogey. Mm. So let's let's give them a breather <laughs> for a little while. Uh, all right. So the next one up is Leicester Crystal Palace, and that, these two teams have been very good to me. They've been they've been great, especially to watch. especially Leicester. Mm. They've been amazing. Nine rounds, both teams to score every single game. It's amazing. Nine games in a row. Are you going and for it again? I'm going for it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's 
Especially with that matchup. It's yeah. hard not to. Yeah. It's hard not to. I mean, Leicester, they know nothing but attack. Mm. And Crystal Palace, they have incredible width, incredible pace. And they're going to go at Leicester, and Leicester can't keep the goals out at the moment. I reckon it's probably one of the games to watch of mm. the week. Um, you know, other than... Don't, 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 don't say that. No? Don't say that. Oh, no? <laughs> yeah. Bogey. We've, 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 <laughs> we've said it in the past, and... Ends up being a dower. It's true. It's true. But yeah, but I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just, those two teams have been a revelation. Mm. Yeah. Both are in the top four, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, no. Not Crystal Palace? No. Okay. Okay. No, they're both close. Uh, we've got Leicester fifth, Crystal Palace sixth. Okay. So okay. I think so they've still, both still, they've still both definitely been in the still top around four. there. Yeah, both been yeah. in the top four. But these are these are two teams. I think Leicester obviously they have scored mm. in every single game this season. Crystal Palace they haven't scored I think in just two, but you you'd fancy them to score against Leicester. You look at uh, Leicester's concede and and scored record nineteen for seventeen. I think that just sums up everything, you know. Uh, I mean, it's impressive that they've actually managed to to uh, concede in every game and still be as high up uh, as they are. I remember reading that their manager offered to bring them pizza, see if they can keep a clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> the players this week? I uh, know that was three weeks ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I wonder I what guess. he's up to. Two. <laughs> Golden bracelets or something by now, surely. Yeah, obviously pizza wasn't motivation enough. Maybe <laughs> get them Ferraris or something. They, they might probably keep that clean sheet. Next on the rank, uh, West Ham. Can they break their bogey at home to Chelsea? Uh, I don't... Considering how Chelsea have been playing, mm. obviously that's extremely possible. That's actually likely. Mm. I mean, West Ham, the giant killers. Mm. But they've been doing that on the road. Mm. So at it's, home... It's like, it's not necessarily... I don't think it's been a case of... Um, just necessarily home and away. Mm-hmm. I think it's maybe just the consistency of being able to back that kind of performance up two weeks. Mm-hmm. And perhaps they've just had it right the weeks when they've been away mm-hmm. and then not been able to back it up when they come home. So, yeah. And also, it's interesting. I think it's also the fact that they play with freedom mm. away from home. Because obviously, West Ham, I mean, their supporters, they demand the team to play. Mm. So when they're at home, they have to play. They have to take the initiative, and they just—they're not—they're not that kind of team. Mm. Whereas when they go away from home, they're allowed to sit back, absorb the pressure, and then hit the teams on the counter attack, and they've perfected that game. Mm. But against against Chelsea this weekend, I can see Chelsea winning this one. Do you think that maybe they will think like that and then say, "Let's approach this like an away game"? Uh, obviously, they will approach it. Like an away game, mm. because it's Chelsea coming to play at their home. Mm. So there's there'll be no problems against them sitting back, and actually to be expected that they're going to sit back. But I'm I'm thinking more of a Chelsea win, considering what Chelsea are going through and what they're trying to do right now. Mm. Mourinho showed in the last game that he's ready to make drastic changes, not just in personnel but also the style that they play. His changes in uh, in the last home game against Aston Villa showed that he's willing to be more patient, or work on the defense first because that's been their biggest problem, mm. and then approach the game in a more patient way. So I think that's going to remove sort of uh, West Ham's opportunities to counter-attack Chelsea because Chelsea are going to try to keep it tight as well. Do you think the midweek uh, Champions League draw nil-nil 
um, with that penalty call that frustrated the team and, and obviously Mourinho, do you think that that will probably help them in this game? Uh, definitely. And actually, the one thing that I took from the midweek game in the Champions League is Hazard's form. Because he was kept on the bench in the Premier League and then he came back into the team in the Champions League and he had probably one of his best games in a Chelsea shirt this season. Do you buy into the rumours that he's going to be on the chopping block? <laughs> uh, chop- that he mm, wants to leave? He won't. Uh, not really. Yeah? Not really. I think there's nothing. Him liking... Uh, the post about him being wanted by Real Madrid. I read that. <laughs> he probably just, did he just liked it. Yeah, <laughs> like like the old uh, Mario Balotelli, you know, getting getting in the car on the last day of the transfer window just to screw with journalists and just drive to all the training games. Yeah, but look, people don't people forget that Hazard is what twenty four. Yeah, that's what twenty four year olds do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're on Instagram. Yeah. I I remember when uh, when he was still at Lille and Chelsea were trying to sign him. He was he was always on his uh, Twitter page, you know, trying to ask, oh, guess where I'm going and guess which team I want to go to and all these different things. I just think it's it's social media. Mm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't read too much into it. All right, Arsenal, Everton, Arsenal coming off their massive win against Bayern Munich. Mm. Um, I don't think many people would have picked, but I was quietly you, confident you, of you, it. You saw that, yeah, yeah. I think it's just the way that things were developing coming into that game. Mm. Um, it wasn't a case of, uh, I would have said, oh, Arsenal are definitely going to win this. I think it was just the chips had fallen in the right way mm. for them to be able to do it, mm. uh, especially coming off that uh, 1-0 win over Werder Bremen that Bayern Munich had away in the league. It's It was unlike them mm. to only manage one goal away in a league where they have been absolutely destroying teams. So nine just everything games, fell right for Arsenal to pinch wins. that. Mm. So would you say that you pulled a cam? I did. <laughs> I probably should have jumped on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. What can you do? It's good money too. Uh, you, you, you never learn. I think Arsenal were what, $3 at home? I think it was more. For, um, because Bayern Munich were favourites by a mile. $3.75. Oh. Yeah. Then imagine Arsenal... To win by two goals, yeah, Minus oh, that would one be handicap. Huge. That was minimum, probably eight dollars. Mm. Yeah, but would you, would you, would you say that Arsenal, with that result, even though they deserved it, but they got it, they got lucky somehow? Oh, definitely. But sometimes you need the luck to mm. get you the result. Sometimes you can play the best game of your life, have no luck with you, and you'll lose games, mm. even though you're the better team on the t- on on the on the day. I think maybe that's what uh, Munich struggled with. Mm. You know, they, I mean, six, <laughs> 600 passes to, what was it, 170 odd at one point? I, I was, I was shocked when I saw the possession statistic. That's unbelievable. I was, I was, I was shocked. But again, you gotta and, do something with it. And sometimes, if things are not falling the right way, you know, the more the ball you have, the more frustrated you get, mm-hmm. the more you can't do anything with it. I just, I don't like the double standards. Mm. But, you know, that's that's a rant for another day. <laughs> I mean, Arsenal have been parking the bus <laughs> a lot in recent memory. Yeah, yeah, in the know? last two years. And they haven't been getting the, any flack for it. That's because they don't do it every they've, week. They've been getting applauded. <laughs> I mean, they deserve applause, it's because they haven't, they haven't done it for 10 years. That's why. <laughs> uh, who, would you, who would you say was your man of the match? I definitely gave it to Perecek. Uh, well, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen the saves that people keep talking about. Mm. 
I mean, on, honestly, I, I, if it was me, I'd probably still say that it was Neuer. <laughs> I, I know that's that's weird, but the save he pulled off on uh, Walcott, he had absolutely no right to keep that out. That, yeah, but that then, was a goal. But and then he laid in an easy. I know, I know. It was. It was. Oh, it's, it's almost <laughs> like he expected um, Kashuni to get the touch with the head yeah. and went up for that, and then where's the yeah. ball? It's not here. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't think I could pick a man in the match. Ozil <laughs> played very well. I would. I would pick Petacek just because the saves he he made mm. uh, allowed Arsenal to continue to play their game. Mm. Because obviously they came in there with a plan. Keep it tight, and then try to nick something late on. Mm. And if Czech doesn't make these saves, Bayern Munich go forward. Then Arsenal have to come out. Mm. And if you come out against Bayern Munich, what is Lewandowski gonna do to you? Mm. Yeah, I like that Lewandowski. <laughs> he stuck with it. That's good. Uh, yeah, he, he came it's, very it's close. I mean, there was a, he, there was missed, a moment, he missed a lot of good chances. As there well. was a moment very late in the game, um, like after the 85th minute, minute, where he was he was through on goal, mm. and it was only when he um, you know, loaded the foot back to have a shot that he sort of got tangled up in Kishilny, who was still behind him. Mm. Um, otherwise, you know, nine times out of ten, that's a goal. So mm. that that was a, a clear-cut um, case of the luck that was falling for Arsenal on the day, you know, just the, the little thing that would not have affected him any other time. That's right. And it did that time. So I guess back to them facing Everton. Everton. who coming off that 3-0 loss, which I don't think we really expected it to be that kind of that big a result for United. They, but... they, they just didn't perform mm. Everton against United at all. It's, it's as if they just didn't show up. Mm. And yeah. Everton are a pretty consistent team, so you wouldn't expect them to do that two times in a row. No, but Arsenal, Arsenal are just... They're riding they're too it. Good. They're, they're riding too it. Good. They're too good at the moment. So I'll, I'll be backing Arsenal outright in this game. Mm. Yeah. But I'd, I'd be seeing more uh, Arsenal to win and both teams to score. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, I because hope I hope that Arsenal don't fall into some kind of euphoria after that um, Bayern Munich game. So I just think that's my only that's my only doubt. Arsenal Arsenal's mentality has changed a lot. Mm. So whereas in the past you'd you'd sort of expect them to I mean drop the ball a little bit or give into complacency and so on, they're expected to do great things this season. Mm. And I just feel like they're going to keep pushing it. All right. Well, with that, next up, another derby. Or well, the first the, derby the, of the weekend. Sunderland versus Newcastle. The Tyne Weir derby, is it? That's I, what I they don't call know. it. I don't yeah, know. I, think, I, think I don't follow it. Call it. Yeah. Closely. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, These it's, are two teams it's, I don't enjoy watching that much. <laughs> so I don't really know. It's it's a bloody it's a bloody derby, though. Mm. Uh, a, lot, a lot of... A, Probably be a red card. Sunderland in this game. with the uh, Big Sam. Sunderland, they have won the last four derbies in a row. Mm-hmm. The last four. Mm-hmm. But I think the run ends this weekend. I just, I, I fancy Newcastle after the performance last week. I can definitely see both teams conceding in this game. Mm. Um, I could not pick a winner. I mean, these are two teams that are down the bottom of the ladder. <laughs> like, it's, oh man, it's just ridiculous. You know, Sunderland are on three points. Newcastle are now on six points after getting their first win. It's, it's just a joke. So, <laughs> I, I can't pick this stuff. You, you, you can't see Big Sam having a reaction. In the, if he's going to have any reaction, it's going to be at the back first. Mm. Um, so, 
And with what Newcastle did last week, I can't see them scoring big like they did last week. Um, so, but you know, whether or not Sunderland can do enough to beat Newcastle is is probably the real question at hand. I I feel that whenever a team have a derby, especially one like this, there's that added impetus. Mm. You get sort of like a multiplier on your performance. It's almost and, like an opportunity. Mm. Like they see this as like, okay, this is the perfect time for us to really grab this by the ball. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it's pretty much it's a multiplier on what you on what you're already showing. Mm. Newcastle, they showed something last week. Mm. Not just last week, they showed something surprisingly, they lost six one, but they showed something against Manchester City. Mm. And they definitely showed something against Chelsea a few weeks back when they drew 2-2. Two, two. Mm. So I just feel so that... It's, it's not like they've better. been completely yeah. out of it all year. Exactly. They've just certainly not been getting any results. That's that's what, that's what I think. And yeah. I just feel that uh, added to all the positivity that's going on around the team at the moment mm. and the fact that they have lost four times in a row to their rivals, mm. I think they're going to come out with something, especially, even, even if uh, it's away from home. It's well, still playing I, at Sunderland. I wish them well. I hope it's an exciting game. Mm. I really do. Uh, it deserves to be. <laughs> it probably won't be. <laughs> <laughs> like I won't. I probably won't watch this game. <laughs> uh, will you watch the Manchester derby? I will. Yeah, I will. I will. I'm actually. I'm planning to go watch it with a die-hard Manchester United fan. Mm. Yeah, just for that possibility of them losing <laughs> <laughs> and you point the finger and laugh yeah. so I enjoy every single moment of it it's an interesting one uh, I I don't really I don't know what to pick in it I, I think I'd avoid it myself just because of I mean how closely these two teams seem to be tracking um, City probably have been reeled in a little bit with a couple of major injuries mm-hmm. Um it's, it's interesting. That's, that's, that's the main reason that I'm leaning towards Manchester United mm. in this game. I think if both teams were 100% fit, you'd definitely I'd lean go for City. City. I'd yeah. go City. Um, so that's but working for United. Like, uh, I thought about it when uh, I saw the team sheet, the City team sheet against Sevilla mm. in the Champions League. They had no one on the bench. Mm. Aguero's injured. Uh, Silva's injured, Nazri's injured. They have absolutely no one to come on and change the game if they need that. Mm. So, and De Bruyne as well walked off in the last Premier League game with uh, a hamstring issue. That's usually that's something that you know doesn't allow you to perform that well. And then he comes out and scores. Mm. But then again, can he do that? Just how long? Four days later. Yeah. Especially if he was carrying a knock. Well, perhaps he's benched for this one and, and he is the game changer. You know, as a. But then if you bench De Bruyne, who takes his place? Because they have, they have no one else. Mm. So at the moment, they're missing Aguero and Silva, who would be guaranteed starters. Mm. And then you'd have Navas and De Bruyne and Nasri coming off the bench. But as it is at the moment, they don't have that. Boney did find his form last week, at least. He f- mm-hmm. found scored two. I mean, they weren't exactly the best goals <laughs> you've ever seen, but that's got to do something him. for his you confidence. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, as as I said last week, he needed that opportunity, and he and he took it. Um, so, I mean, that's a small positive yeah. for them. Yeah. But I mean, United, could you say that? You know, that they're going to let City 
into this think, game, they're, they're going to certainly give it a good crack. It's it's possible. It's possible. Mm. But at the moment, they have uh, they have Phil Jones playing in centre back, so at least they have a natural defender in there rather than a midfielder mm. when Daly Blaine has been playing. And uh, Martial as well. He's doing really well. Mm. And Rooney has been scoring a few goals. And Ander Herrera as well came in and scoring a few goals. So I think it's United's to lose. Mm. Especially the way the condition that City are in, it's United's game to lose. And the trend of the form as well. Mm. You know, United have been getting better. Mm. City... I wouldn't say they've gotten worse, but City have. They've been they've been on fire. They've they've sort of like fallen off a little bit as they've started to have some injuries, I guess. But mm-hmm. that's it, really, isn't it? No, but have they fallen off? Oh, it's just I mean... when they have these little injury <laughs> doubts. You know, two two three weeks ago it was like a, you know, okay, Aguero's gone, but yeah, but after scoring like five five goals, five, you know, five goals. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, <laughs> They had and that little patch where they lost the two games and, you know, destroyed by the giant killers. But mm-hmm. it, I, I know it's hard to look at them and say, yes, they have had bad mm-hmm. form. It's just a little couple of slip-ups, I guess. And I think they were lucky as well to win in the Champions League mm. against Sevilla. Mm. They scored in the 90th minute, yeah. I think it was. But I just I just feel I have, I have an inkling. I wouldn't say I'll be pulling a cam if I don't back United in this, but... <laughs> as as much as I hate to say it, I just feel United is looking to get something from this game. And the last game is Klopp's first home game at Liverpool. Very exciting times. Oh, so it, it'll be after I think he's there, the Europa, but the cares? Europa, Europa League. I uh, are they playing at home in the Europa League? I think they are, okay. but um, but yeah, it's, I guess it's not the same. That's, that's, it's not the same because his he's Premier not, League he's, debut. He's not going to play. His best team in the Europa League. There's no way. He yeah. needs he needs to win in the Premier League. Mm. That's where so it matters the most. His Premier League debut, as I was saying earlier, it depends who he gets back. Mm. Because Benteke and Sturridge were injured last week. Benteke is, is training. Mm-hmm. So his injury is not too bad. He did have a hamstring problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's back running. And running well from what I've read. I'm not so sure about Sturridge. It would be a massive boost. If he got Benteke back, then I don't think there'll be any doubt that they're winning this game. Mm. Absolutely no doubt. And it's paying really well. It is. <laughs> Huge money. I think it. I think it's a reflection on Southampton. Yeah? Yeah. Rather than Liverpool. They did pick up that result against Chelsea. Um, 2-2 last week against Leicester. Mm-hmm. So Southampton. I think it's starting I think, to come think, a bit. I think it's an good. understatement. They... Pulled that result against Chelsea. <laughs> 3-1 <laughs> at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, it almost went under the radar, I guess, just because it was before the I think it's just because break and it's, it's just because of the form Chelsea has been in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it wasn't surprising. Like, imagine if they had done that last year. Yeah. They would have been yeah. hailed as, oh, geez, you've almost won yeah. the trophy just with that win. But Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's remarkable, it's the, the moment, form Chelsea's at in. At the moment, and it's also what, uh, I think Mourinho was the one that said it. It's like no team is scared to go to Stamford Bridge now. Mm. Not a single team. Mm. Yeah, so Southampton, I, I'd, still, I'd still give them a shout at Liverpool. Oh, they're above weekend. them on the table. Mm. So, And they've earned that. You know, Eighth is no small feat. So, yeah, I, I'd say they got a shot. But, I mean, I, I'm liking Klopp to pull this off. How, how would you rate his uh, 
effect on Liverpool's team performance against Tottenham the first game? It was a nil-nil draw. I mean, I think we saw that No, coming. the difference in that Liverpool side was huge, mm. especially with arguably four days to pull that out. You know, obviously it's different with some players. He would have had, you know, a week or more with some players who weren't away on international duty. But with most of his starting 11, um, or at least, you know, more than 50% of his starting 11, he would have only had four days. And then to pull out... Um, the, a huge change in in um, style and energy, particularly the energy. Mm. Uh, I think the stat was that they're the first team to outrun Tottenham. This season? This season. Incredible. So, I mean, I think that tells you everything you need to know about what Klopp is going to bring this team. And the positivity surrounding him is just astronomical. Oh, it's, I don't know, it's almost... It's almost this is, unbearable. <laughs> this almost feels like it's not Liverpool. Yeah, it's because weird. Because Liverpool are this big, grand team, and then this excitement over a manager. Mm. It's like it's a small team somewhere that landed this big-time manager that they never thought would come and manage their club. Which I think is a testament to Klopp. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's a testament to as well his personality yeah. about everything else. Yeah. He's just, he has an infectious personality. I watched his the entire... Uh, press conference he had when he signed with Liverpool. It was almost half an hour. Mm. And, and you know, I would not normally do that with men, with, <laughs> with anybody. But I don't think many coaches would sit there for half an hour and just ask, answer question after question after question and still keep that positivity and the energy about him. And I think, I think that's something about Klopp that you mm. have to admire. Mm. And that's what he brings to that team. Uh, and, like, that's almost enough for me to back them. It really is. But then again, uh, I mean, playing with energy and all of that is it's commendable. Mm. But then you need cutting edge. It's true. Because from what I've seen in, in the Tottenham game, they didn't have that cutting edge. They had the industry, they had the desire, they had the motivation. But it's just with uh, Divock Origi playing up front, they just didn't, they didn't, they weren't that dangerous, apart mm. from, I think, uh, Origi himself hitting a crossbar early on. Mm. And that was it. Mm. Tottenham, I think, for the majority of that game, Tottenham were the better team. Oh, I think Tottenham came into it, though. So, yeah, I mean, Liverpool, yeah Liverpool, Liverpool started really the... well because, yeah. obviously, when a team comes play against you with uh, intensity like that, pressuring you, mm. it's going to take you a while for you to kind of get used to it. Mm. And I feel once Tottenham figured it out, they managed to hold hold on to the ball better and mm. deal with Liverpool's constant pressure, then they were able to take control of the game. Mm. And Mignolet made some great saves. Oh, they both did. Mm. Lloris and Mignolet. Um, I mean, that is definitely the best nil-nil I've watched in a long time. Mm. I did not come away from that <laughs> feeling like that had been a nil-nil. Um, and, and it wasn't like they'd both had 50 shots either. It was just the energy and the intensity of the game was fantastic. So, anyway, um, before we move on, just quickly... Uh, there's something I wanted to sort of just float, just mm-hmm. as a bit of fun. How do you think you would have gone last week if you tipped all the results? In the Premier League? In the Premier League. How, how many do you reckon you would have got? Tottenham, Liverpool, I wouldn't pick that. Uh, nil-nil draw, I wouldn't I wouldn't pick that. Crystal Palace, West Ham, I definitely wouldn't have picked that. I would have picked Crystal Palace, despite what West Ham have done. I would have picked Man City against Bournemouth. I would have... Picked uh, West Brom over Sunderland, so that's two. 
I wouldn't have picked United over Everton. So you, you would have missed a, f- a few. I would have probably. I know picked, I did. I, I would have picked four. I know I did. Yeah. Um, if you had have picked all ten results, mm. all eight wins and the two draws, one dollar would have got you ten thousand dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> now, <laughs> so so you know, if you had a dollar every week, and a lot of people tip out there, I thought maybe if you're gonna if you're gonna do tipping, why mm. not put a dollar behind it every week? Every single week. Every single week, you get one week where you get a perfect score. Mm. You're gonna get a few grand. At least. A few grand. That's $10,000. $10,000 last week. So and there were that, a couple of upsets there. That's, that's just straight up head to head. Just head to head, head to head and draw, mm. obviously. Yeah. Um, and it was the same in the Champions League. Um, eight, eight legs, uh, with the second day of the Champions League during the week. And if you had picked all the results, um, there were three draws. And all the winners were at home. Mm-hmm. So I reckon that was a good chance. When you get all the winners at home, you tend to look at the home team first. Mm-hmm. Uh, $2,100 off wow. one. So like, I thought it was That's, interesting. I just wanted to bring so that up. Are we, are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> are we doing, like, look, I, I say we do it, but you know, just so we don't embarrass ourselves further, we don't post it unless we win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that. We put a dollar every single week <laughs> on all 10 games, and if we win, we post it up. Let's get into our $5 bets. I'm going to kick it off, because you're going to come out with a a massive, massive bet, the biggest of the season so that's far. Right, that's so right. I'm just going to quickly go through <laughs> mine so that we can all get yeah, to yours. Get, get, get your small fish out of the way. All right. All right, I've got six legs this week, uh, which is impressive for me. <laughs> I think I think you become emboldened. Yeah. After you win last week, I don't know. Nah, Increasingly I, emboldened. Actually. Last week you I think was really tough. Close. Last week was a tough week. I mm. think this week I had it was harder because I just had to cut things back. So, mm. like I probably had fifteen legs, and I just delete, 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 delete until I was really comfortable with the ones I had. Um, so first off the rank, Leicester versus Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. I've gone with Crystal Palace to score. Dollar thirty. Naturally. Naturally. Um I'm gonna leave my results until last, the last two. Um next I'll go to Bournemouth versus Tottenham. Under three point five. Tottenham coming away and then away. Away in Europa midweek and then on the on the uh Thursday and then playing the Sunday game away to Bournemouth. I don't see them scoring a lot. They might be able to break this hoodoo they've got mm-hmm. with playing away in Europa, playing away in the Premier League on the Sunday. They've been historically hugely unsuccessful with this uh, leg. They, they can't handle it. Um, yeah. I don't see this game blowing out, but maybe this is the week that Tottenham do it. Mm-hmm. But no. it's probably just going to be uh, I'd, I'd, I'd a, put, a boring game. I'd put this bet in the same category as Crystal Palace to score. Mm. I think it's spot on. Mm. And then next I've got PSG to defeat <laughs> St. Etienne. I think this is the third week in a row <laughs> you're backing Well, then I, I won't do it again. They've, they've, three they've have been, been good. good. Yeah. I did it with Ajax for a while. Yeah. I went three, <laughs> and then they started dropping off. So I'll, I'll, I'll uh, leave PSG out next week, even if yeah. I want them. Uh, and then I've gone to La Liga with... Barcelona at home to Iba. Iba have been very, very solid at the back this season. Every single game they've done really well. I think the most they've conceded was two. And uh, they haven't been scoring lots, but this is a real test, mm. Barcelona. They're fortunate that they're, they're missing Messi. So 
that's one thing that Iber can say, yes, okay, good, we don't have to deal with yeah, him. I think they can they can get away with actually parking the bus when the little magician is in there. Absolutely. I mean, they've still got to deal with, you know, the likes of Suarez, Neymar. I mean, Neymar who scored four goals the other week. So, you know, it'll be a test. But I've gone with Iber plus four, and I feel that that is a solid, solid bet at $1.36 given that they have not conceded over two goals regardless of the opponent this season. Now, to round it up, I've backed Chelsea to get the result over West Ham, and I've backed Liverpool to get the result over Southampton, both of them paying $1.95. And I can't believe <laughs> that Liverpool are paying $1.95 at home. So anyway, a total of $58.42 to return. That's, 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 that's still incredible. A massive I think that's, that's your largest... No, it's not. I, when I did, remember when I did the eleven, oh, the legs? 11 legs? That was well 11. over a hundred dollars. But <laughs> the for legs. six legs, I think this is. A, <laughs> I think it's solid. I it's think it's solid. Quite good. You know yeah. what I think is going to happen though. Chelsea. Chelsea is going to ruin me. <laughs> so anyway, I hope not. Hit me with I your rhythm not. stick. Give me the the monster uh, bet you've got this week. The monster bet, the monster multi of the weekend. So, I've gone. I was going for twelve legs. 12 big legs but then i realized maybe dial it down a little bit i've a little bit a little bit so you were, only, you were gonna only a little bit outstretch my 11 wow <laughs> I, I almost i almost have yeah because i figured i gave you a lot of flack for that 11 legs so <laughs> yeah, you did. i probably should listen to my own advice i've brought it down to seven legs which the last time i won i had a theme to my uh to my multi so this time is a magnificent seven the seven samurai or the western version the seven professionals hey so i've gone first leicester city crystal palace so can team. we just call it the seven professional samurai yes yeah I like it. <laughs> sorry continue uh leicester city against crystal palace so leicester haven't let me down nine games both teams to score in a row you're backing so it again i'm backing it again both oh. teams to score at a dollar 60 you got balls i probably shouldn't go there <laughs> <laughs> Next, uh, West Ham versus Chelsea. I've gone for Chelsea. Chelsea to win. I think it's about time this season that they win back-to-back -back games. And I feel that with uh, the way West Ham play at home, this is the time to do it. Uh, next, I go to Serie A. And I uh, got Palermo against Inter Milan. I got Inter to win either half at $1.55. Uh, AC Milan to win outright against Sassuolo. AC Milan to win paying a dollar eighty. Fiorentina versus Roma. Roma just in, involved in a four goal. Uh eight game goal fest. And I feel it's gonna continue again this weekend, so I got both teams to score at a dollar sixty six. That game was ridiculous. It's like <laughs> it was like two nil, two uh, all, two four. Was, oh hundred uh, unbelievable. Uh, it was it was amazing. It was uh who they playing? Leverkusen? Leverkusen. Yeah. Leverkusen go two up. Yep. Then Go Roma comes, back. goes, storms with four goals. And then they sneak the last to win just to save the game. Incredible. Unreal. Incredible. So from Italy, I go to Spain and La Liga. Atletico Madrid versus Valencia. Madrid to win outright at $1.60. And finally, take the plane again over to Portugal. Benfica against Sporting Lisbon. I got Benfica to win either half at $1.55. Wow. So the seven professional summarize altogether comes to a thirty-three dollars sixty-three cents, times that by five, one hundred and sixty-eight fifteen cents. So it's fifty-eight 
142 to 168. Yes. Wow. 168. Biggest inc- bet of the season. It's, it's, it's incredible. This is from $5. <laughs> well, what are the chances? What do you think? Uh, I like obviously the only thing you've got going against you is is the number of legs that mm. you've you've hit. Mm. Um, uh, it goes against everything I stand for. I reckon you probably could have gotten away with a solid bet and just remove those two Serie A games because mm. the Serie A is notoriously unpredictable and fixed. <laughs> Some would argue. So I mean, if it was mine, mm. I would have looked at those two and said, you know what, I've got seven. I'm going to take those two out because they're probably the most problematic place to bet mm. uh, and go with five but i mean whew, it's a strong bet go big it's or a go good home. week go it's big or go home good i feel week. good we're I on a good, good run too. yeah well don't say that <laughs> <laughs> well at least if chelsea ruin me they're gonna ruin you so i know i hope i'm really hopeful that we can both pull this off absolutely it's absolutely a good week to do it yeah well with the monster bet out of the way the seven professional samurai I say good luck, Moga. Thank you, and good luck to you as well. Thank you very much. Until next week. See you next week.